Hey yo rollers, it's your boy Jay Malt. If you like original tabletop RPG adventures, join our Patreon for all original content like one-page dungeons, one-shot adventures, as well as original monsters, traps, and items. We create new stuff every month so that even if your DM isn't fully prepared, you can save the day. Check us out at patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers. You know, if we were to refer to her as Big Booty Baba Yaga, I feel like at that point you start to get close to the point where it's like triple B-Y mm-hmm. for short. Right. Well, well, that's why we need to get closer, get get on good terms with the Big Booty Baba Yaga so we can call her by her nickname, uh, Triple B-Y. I cannot emphasize enough how you guys calling her Big Booty Baba Yaga is going to distress me personally and probably not go well for you in the game overall. <laughs> this is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Well, howdy, listener. Welcome to the Daily Crier Listening Show, where all the news and varying and beyond can make its way, well, right to you. While sifting through the battlefield, Boat deduces that Lord Alden was mortally wounded by an acid breath attack. Just further cementing that, uh, chromatic metallic divide. Now, eventually, Koza heads off to inspect bodies for useful parts. And soon, he spots a mysterious woman wandering in the mist. They get on a conversation, and the rest of the party begins to step in. Which leads to some awkward social moments, especially as this person, Soliner calling her Baba Yaga, seems rather demanding and kind of rude. Which rubs Coza the wrong way. Huh. I knew a story about a Yaga Baba. But where I'm from, she's more of a kindly spirit. About as malevolent as a field of flowers. But she was powerful. So I suppose there is that. Well, the party learns the witch... Uh, almost serendipitously wants the crystal covered skeleton that they exhumed only what, an hour earlier well coming up with a strategy on what to do next especially with the possibility that she could have eaten col- wait eat she eats children alright it's crazy how some things are so similar and yet so different. Sometimes light is really dark. Sometimes crow can sing like lark. Sometimes winter feels like spring. I don't think you know everything. Well, as always, y'all take care now. So, all of you are currently in the grove, standing around, 
discussing your next options. If I recall correctly, we have not come to a final solution on what we are going to do with interacting with Baba Yaga. I mean, we said we were going to, right? I believe you did, yes. Yeah. Well, we certainly told her we were going to. I think we should, because if there's any chance she's got cold, then this is our chance to get him back. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of of the opinion that if we can, we should try and make our way through all of this fog, but I'm a little concerned that the parts of Baba Yaga's forest are still very dangerous and now coated in this deep, dense, very bleak fog. What do you think, Alita? Do you think that we should continue with the Baba Yaga in order to see if maybe the Baba Yaga has coal? I'm not entirely certain what the alternative is going to be. Yeah, we really don't have a choice here. We gotta go find the kid. Well then, I think that that speaks for itself. We gotta save Cole, and if the Baba Yaga, the Baba Yaga has any uh, things that they know, then we'll go that way. The Baba Yaga's infinite, infamous cousin, the Baba Duke. And don't forget, Baba du- don't forget about her uncle, the Baba Booey. Yeah. Are, are you trying to do the beginning bit of Barbara Ann? Yes. But you didn't know it was Barbara Ann. No, because we're talking about the ba, ba, the Baba Yaga. So it'd be like ba 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 Baba Yaga. I can't actually. I don't know that well. <laughs> In season two, are you planning to run a bard, Chapman? You know? Oh, hell yeah. Maybe. It, cool. it is now. You know, it's probably going to be like um, like that barbarian I once created. Uh, oh, my I, favorite, I would, favorite, favorite barbarian that has ever been made. Because I think I would I would try to, to like remember a song or try to rhyme and I would fail every time in rage. God, that's so funny. <laughs> Screw this. I hit him with my loot. <laughs> yes. I've broken uh, so many loots. <laughs> do, do you guys remember, did the, the, the Bada Bagaga, did she say that she was going to meet us here? Or did she say that she was going to meet us somewhere else? I don't think we set a specific meeting location. I don't think we did either. And I'm inclined to say if we have an opportunity to take this to her house then we should. And the reason I say that is because if we're like, hey, have you seen a young boy who is mute? And she's like, oh yeah, I I know that young boy. He's in my house right now. Then maybe there's other people in her house right now as well that could also use releasing. Oh, How well known is the part of the the Yaga um, uh, tale where she's um got a house, a lakey house. That's pretty. Uh, that's like a house pretty of well chicken known. legs is very yeah. well known. Okay, like within the world is well known. Yes, within within the world, she is she is well known, and she is well known for similar things. Okay, including but not limited to the eating of children. Okay. Um. Well, how how do we find her house? I know where it is. I've just never gone by. 
Yeah, there's well, that, that spooky sense. part of the forest. Yeah, it's that it's it's like an old dead end road where everybody <clears throat> always tells you not to go when you're a young kid. The gas station attendant goes, yeah. "Turn back!" All the every te- time. all the teenagers hang out behind Baba Yaga's hut smoking pot. <laughs> well, it sounds like the place to be. We should go. <laughs> do you guys want to do anything preparatory or? In um, reverence before you guys leave. So I just, let's just um, let's just get this. Who's who's carrying the skeleton? I mean, right now, Johannes. Okay, Johannes. Me. Who's carrying the crystal flower? That would be me. Okay. And are you coming with us, or are you going to keep to the distance, like keep hidden? I think the way Solonar explained it before is that he feels like he should stay close in case the flower is the thing that Baba Yaga was after. And she's like, oh, you've already got the flower. And if the if it's like, no, we don't have any flower. And then she's like, this deals off unless I get that flower. Then like he wants to be close enough to be accessible without being close enough to be like. Her be like, let me let me see it. Give me give me that thing that's in your pack. That's emanating magical energy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so, Solonar, you, you'll stay hidden with with the flower, right? But you'll be close by? Right, that's that's my thought. Okay, I think, I think this plan will, will go well. I hope. It does involve less rat costumes than your previous plan. And that will be its downfall. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, I'm feeling less good about it now. Bobby if, Yaga's hut go up in flames. If only I had a chicken costume, I could try and convince her that I was actually the son of her house. <laughs> I don't remember when you said that this wasn't like Boulder's Kate. <laughs> Before we go, we should probably. I mean, Alita, do you wanna do you wanna say some words over Lord Alden? I know there's I know there's some ceremony and things like that. I don't I don't know that we'll be able to give him a proper burial unless one of us knows significantly more powerful earth magic than I do. I I don't know what I want to do. I just want to I just have to put the next thing and chase it. And right now that is getting cold. Yeah, I love it, Leah. We got to keep pushing forward and make sure that we do the most with what we got. And right now that's getting cold. We will need to and figure may- out what we're going to do with Cole. As we certainly aren't going to leave him here. And I don't know that we want him to come with us, especially if we have to go to the Boris Empire. That's a second level problem. Let's solve the first level problem. I bet he could hang out in Marine with all the Alarian knights. Or I guess they're apparently out at outposts. He could hang out in Marine with the Alarian knights' squire lady? Solidar, maybe your dad could take care of him. I don't know that that's such a good idea. Maybe your mom can take care of him. I don't know that that's such a good idea. Maybe your sister can take care of him. Oh. Ooh. What if... A br- a life on the road with a traveling bard. Now that could be interesting. Guys, <laughs> let's not have Melody be the one taking care of this child. She herself is a child. I, I think Perfect. They'll have so much in common. Yeah. What's that, Koza? I, I think I know what to do. 
Okay. So, um, we'll dress him up like me and then drop him off at my parents. Yeah, they're, yeah. Uh, they're always looking for somebody to boss around. Well, they'll think that he's me and then they'll stop looking for me. Yeah. Cole definitely resembles Koza the most out of this group. Maybe we don't subject him to what I think would be a horrifying arranged marriage. All right, who else do we know? I think he's a little short for a spore trooper. (laughs) So dumb. Don't laugh at that. Yeah, who else do we know? We're pretty much going down the Rolodex. So who who else do we have? We'll set him up with uh, with Nell's Angels. I don't I don't know if that's a great idea. He can be part of the anti-slavery ring. They they go on raids, Solinar. And righteously yeah. so, but he is a child. We went Everybody, on raids with Cole. We can figure this out once we get Cole. Right now, we don't even know if she has Cole. It's a fair point. No, she was right. good. She got presents. Ha 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 ha. The blank stare of Alon really was the thing that got me. So you're going to journey on into the woods... And you notice, as you travel, the mist seems to not necessarily dissipate, but as you're traveling, it seems to be siphoned away from you, as if the area that you're walking in has channeled that energy away from itself. You come into a darkened clearing, and you see, surrounded by a fence, made of bone and skull, a house that stands high on two chicken legs. Uh, Solonar's immediately gonna be as stealthy as he can and keep his distance a fair amount. I'll go ahead and roll now. Well, that's not very good. I rolled a five, so I've got a 15. Still not bad. I mean, it's got expertise in it for a reason. So you crouch down low and walk along the inside of the fence. You see that where your friends are, the skulls of the fence have their eyes alight with fire and the heads turn to the intruders. Notably, they don't seem to recognize or notice you. Koza, Johannes, boat? Hmm... Hmm. Hmm. How many skulls are there? Multitudes. Okay. Two. Of various sizes and shapes. Four. There's at least five skulls here, but most of them are clearly humanoid. Do um are any of them glowing or doing anything special? I mean the 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 eye sockets filled with fire and the turning to look at you thing. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't know. Is that not enough for you? But I mean, does like does one of them feel like it's like, pardon the pun, the head skull? Uh, go ahead and roll perception. All right. Bring me to your leader. Um, I'm gonna call that an unnatural twenty. So while you don't notice a more a larger or more bedazzled or more important looking skull, you notice that only one has a jawbone. All right. And where is that skull in relation to all the other skulls? It's near the entrance, like... Like a gatekeeping skull. It appears to be that way, yes. Okay. 
Hey, jaw bridge. <laughs> is, is Johannes actually doing that? Yeah. The skull is going to turn. <laughs> what brings you here? We're looking for a boy. About yay high. Doesn't say anything, but he looks like he has a lot to say. You seen him? There have been many visitors here, all after one thing or another. Yeah, but I'm just talking about a specific, like, yay high. <laughs> Doesn't say anything. Seems like he has a lot to say. It can use, feels like he could take down a bear if he needed to, to survive. There's a deep I tragedy might, to his soul, if that helps. Yeah, I, I I'm the president. I might know something, I might not. I will literally smash your skull in. Oh my you god! Don't you tell honest. me what I need to know. All right, let's cut to the chase here, brother Bones. What uh, what do we need to do for you, in order to uh, get the information or get past you? Johannes takes out his shield. <laughs> I don't know how long I can hold back my friend over here. I want to help you. Simply much a you... matter of coin, friends. Oh. Okay, do I need to, like, put him in your eyes or something? I smash a skull next to this skull. <laughs> Roll intimidation, I guess? With a natural one, I go to smash the skull next to the skull, but I step on some mud, and I kind of slide, and my shield hits the fence, and then it just goes, as it slowly slides down, and then I kind of face plant in the mud. And then, and then I, I get back up and I go, you see what I was trying to do there. And I could do this to you, too, if you don't tell me what I need to know. Yeah. Now, you saw then, how you saw how mad he was before. Now that he's made a fool of himself, it's going to be even harder to yeah. hold him back. But a More matter angry. of a hundred gold coins. That seems reasonable. I'll give you 90. A hundred, no more, no less. All right. What do you guarantee if we give you the hundred? I guarantee safety from the house up until your entrance and the information for which you seek. Okay. What information is that? The information about who you search for and whether or not they are here. Tell you what. It sounds like he's here. So before I give you the money, can you just confirm that and then you can give us the other details? No think, more, no less! A hundred gold I'm pieces! Not, I'm not arguing about the price. I'm just saying it seems like a more fair exchange if you confirm that he's here before I pay you. I will confirm upon payment only. These non-lips are sealed. How about I give you half, you confirm that he's here, and then I give you the other half and you tell me everything else. Roll persuasion. 13. He pauses for but a moment. Hmm. No dice! A hundred gold! God, I hate this guy. <laughs> so did whoever killed him. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, do, do you have a slot or something? Where do I put Where do I put all this? Into my mouth! How are you going to tell me anything if your mouth is full of gold? Ah! <laughs> I put... A hundred coins in his mouth. All right, subtract a hundred gold for your inventory. As you drop them, you hear the sounds of gold hitting other piles of gold. Yet, it doesn't come out of the bottom of the opening in his jaw that it should. Mm -hmm. 
with that, he, he clacks his teeth together a couple of times and goes, Hmm, yes, good. Yes, the boy of which you seek has been in this house for some time. Around the time of the beginning of the mists. Okay, and about how long ago was that? Around two months ago. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, how, were there any other were there any other kids in there with him? Only one. The other denizens of the forest have scattered about to their true natures, or were killed. All right. Um, so here's here's a bit of a delicate question. Um, I don't I don't quite know how to ask this, but uh, you know, in the course of the last two months. Uh, have you smelled any, uh, children coming out of the chimney or anything? I have no nose, friend. Though I will tell you, I have not seen the boy leave. Aside from the times that he's gone to fetch firewood. Okay, when was the last time you saw him fetch firewood? Uh, three days ago. Okay. If he's been here for two months... And he was still alive three days ago. It stands to reason he might still be alive. Hmm. Where's the firewood? He the, the skull kind of pivots around and looks at the woods that surrounds you. Well, I didn't know if there was, like, a, a pile of firewood that had been prepared. You have somebody who delivers it or something. <laughs> like the milkman, but for Exa- fire. Exactly, the fireman. Please. Yeah, deliver. that's what firemen are known for, bringing you fire. <laughs> Please deliver this uh, cartload of firewood to Baba Yaga's house, 3434 Spooky Woods Lane. <laughs> Ooh, Spooky Woods. Um, all right. Oh, he's gone up there. How, how often does he have to go out and get more firewood? I do not know. It depends on how much the mistress cooks. Okay. All right. Many come here looking for spells and tinctures. All right, is there any dumb riddle that we're going to need to answer when we get up to the house? She will ask you if you are there by compulsion or free will. The Mm. answer to that is long, so just don't answer her. Find a way to get around it. Most of the people who survive get around that question. Uh huh. How do they get around it? I don't know. I'm just a skull, man. Look, you can't play this. I'm just a skull card. You're sitting here with all the information. You're telling me all this stuff. I don't buy it. I imagine that the boy got around it by not talking. Oh, yeah, that's true. He didn't really say much usually. So he wasn't brought here as a prisoner then? No, he uh, came here of his own volition, it seemed, covered in soot. Okay, so... Well, that sounds like free will. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Johannes, are, are you sure you want to get into that? Mm, probably not. Okay, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. To the chicken house. Yeah, I wonder if she's related to the chicken lady. Oh my god, we gotta ask. I've got a pretty good relationship with her. Mm-hmm. Might be her cousin. Oh, man, that'd be pretty crazy. As you get closer, you notice that the house begins to crouch lower and lower until the legs are entirely hidden in the house itself, meaning that you now have easy access to go up the stairs and into it. 
I go up the stairs and into it. <laughs> Do you knock or you just throw and open the door? Nickety knock knock. And then I open the door. Hello? Within the house, you see a few things. It's more humble than you would have thought. A ratty rug sits at the center, a wooden table roughly hewn, a couple of stools, a fireplace with an enormous oven that appears to be alight with flame. You're going to see a large wooden box and what appears to be a small storeroom off the side. Herbs and vegetables hang in nets from the top of the ceiling. Hello? You hear, as if spoken by the boards in the house themselves, Come in. Okay. Alright, Koza, oh. I'm gonna follow in behind. Yeah, cautiously. The house is warm, almost oppressively so, as the oven is fired bright. You come here so soon after our last meeting. What brings you here? Was it free will or was it compulsion? A little bit of both, but we're not here to talk about neither. I stay silent. Hold on. We're not here to talk about neither, so we're going to talk about both. Hold on. Okay, I guess that works. I needed to (laughs) figure out what the response was to that because nor nor I nor the witch have figured out how to respond to that. Uh, So you are going to see her come out of a out of the back storeroom, wiping her hands with a cloth. Come in, sit, sit. She gestures to the stools at the table. Hesitantly, I sit. Your friend can remove her mask. There's no need for it here. What brings you to me? Uh, we're looking for a little boy who uh, would have come here covered in soot. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Child! You're going to hear uh, soft footsteps uh, running before the door opens and Cole stands there, his eyes kind of wide. He looks elated to see you and runs up to hug you. Hey, buddy. Cole! Are you okay? He nods. Okay. Has she been treating you all right? He kind of pauses, his eyes flick to the floor. He then nods somewhat slower. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, turning back to Baba Yaga. So, uh, what, what's been going on with him? To what do you refer? Well, the skull outside said he just sort of wandered in about two months ago when everything started. So, has he, has he been alright? Have you just, have you been looking after him? Has he been doing okay? He has made himself useful. I would not, I was not able to cook him without releasing the thing inside. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you figured that out. Um, we were we were also a little bit worried about that. It reeks off of him. Good job, mm-hmm. Cole. It is not hard to smell what is there. Way to keep an evil so great that even the Baba Yaga won't eat you, buddy. Yeah. He high fives. <laughs> and um, his music is soothing. It brings me some manner of peace. Oh, well, that's that's nice. 
you notice that the pan flute is still around his neck. Mm-hmm. I'm glad uh, glad you've been using that, buddy. I'm good. You know, it's nice to know that you've been occupying yourself, practicing, getting better with it. He pulls up the pan flute to his mouth and begins to play a song. As the music sort of wraps around you, you see an image of what his life has been like for the past few weeks. You see him sleeping on an uncomfortable straw bed. You see him not eating the meat that is offered to him, but eating the vegetables. He chops firewood, brings it in, does the cleaning, does the washing. He has found some level of ways to keep himself busy with chores, but there is a reassurance in these visions to you. He is, you can feel in your heart that the relic is safe. Mm-hmm. Well, that was crazy. <laughs> I feel in my heart that the relic's safe. What a good song. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so all this started, I guess, uh, when, uh, you know, everything happened, uh, in the glade. He came shortly, shortly after that. He did. After the glade's massacre and the spells that were done were undone, the forest will return to its natural state. He arrived shortly before that begun. Oh, okay. So he's... So basically, he's fine. He's suffering no ill effects from anything. He wasn't hurt or anything like that. Well, I imagine the massacre's done some number on him. But well, he but is he wasn't physically all cut safe. up and bleeding or anything like that. No, but after the spells on the glade wore off, the forest became unsafe. He decided to stay here. Mm-hmm. Is he free to leave if he wants to? If he wants to get eaten by wildlife, or tricked away by the newly freed fae, he is Mm -hmm. welcome to it. Do you want to come with us, buddy? He looks at you and nods. Okay. The spells I have cast for Alden are gone now. You will have the protection of this forest no longer. Understood. Understood. Um, you know, I really do appreciate you looking after him. Uh, once we got back and saw what had happened, he was the first thing that we thought of. Tell you what, let me step outside with Cole, uh, and we can chat with the, with the skull, and then you guys can handle the rest of our business here. You will not leave with the boy without my payment. Can we just stand in the yard? That is acceptable. I urge you to not attempt to trick me. I'm not trying to trick you. I just want to take the boy outside. Wait, wait, wait. What's the payment terms for leaving with Cole? The thing that we brought. Baba de Biaga. I wish for a crystalline vial found within a flower and a crystalline skull, well, skeleton, of a fairy. Man, this daycare sucks. Yeah. All right. Inflation's hit hard. All right. Well, you guys handle that. I'm going to step out in the yard with Cole. We won't go handle past that. Yeah, we won't go past the the property boundaries cuz I got to go get cuz I got to let Solinar know that he needs to be in there. You would do well not to go farther. I I told you you've dealt straight with us. I'm dealing straight with you on this. 
So can we talk you down to maybe like some gold? Gold is meaningless to me. Oh yeah, same. Not meaningless to oh. that skeleton. <laughs> what about uh? Well, I don't know. We can give you um limes. Do you know what is inside that flower? Oh, no. what is it? It it is of no use to you, but much use to me. I would love it. I, would, I mean, like, I, I still don't know. What, what the heck are we talking about? Yeah, I would love I to know. Is, is the one who just left the, the smart one in this group? Yes. No, that's, a, that's Alita. <laughs> We're gonna... Or are you talking about Cole? Cole might be the smart one. <laughs> yeah. Alita sitting quietly, looking shell-shocked. Uh, Alita's got a lot going on right now, man. That's, yeah. that's the smart one in the group. That's her <laughs> yeah. right there. All right, boat. Cole, but Koza and I yeah. are the second smartest. Yeah, uh, Cole and I are standing. The bar is in hell. Yeah, Cole and I go outside, uh, and I'm like, "Hey, buddy, I just, I just want to make sure mm-hmm. you're really telling the truth. You're all good, right?" He pulls the pan flute up to his lips and begins playing a melody of haunting despair. Mm-hmm. The meat that was served to him was not meat he was going to eat. Right. Yeah, it was As a result, he lent himself to eating only a few things that the Baba Yaga would serve him. He isn't sure where the supply comes from, but he's also well aware that without the darkness inside him, he would have become some as well. Mm -hmm. I love that Cole is questioning meat supply chain because that's one of the most important things for vegetarianism. And I'm a big fan. All right. Okay, buddy. Well, we're, we're going to get you out of this. We just need to, we just need to finish playing our hand here and boat stands up and he, he makes the sound of a chipmunk is to summon Solinar. Are they? Are no, they no, no, the... no. You must make that sound, Brandon. Yeah. What kind of sound do chipmunks make? I guess it's just you got like, this. like, is there a chipmunk in the room? Guys, I think I have a chipmunk infestation. I can't yeah. tell. I can't. I, yeah. I need to hear another chipmunk. There has to be another one. <laughs> oh, we'll just we'll just loop that effect. Perfect. <laughs> uh, you said how tall is this fence? About hip height. It's, it's more a of a decorative fence. fence than something that I actually yeah, keeps. It's hip out. height, so you can get over it with a hip hop. Mm. I was, I was gonna say, I think instead of entering through the front gate where the like leader skull is i think solinar's instinct would be to try to jump the fence now this may not be wise because it being baba yaga's hut there could be magical protections on here but i don't think solinar's thinking about that i think he's just one really excited to be getting the all clear from boat and two really excited to see cole i like solinar's interpretation of the all clear is it's time to sneak in. I that's, mean, that's what I don't know Claire why you're means. surprised. It's very in well, character. I think, I think he's just he's looking to get in as quickly as possible. It's not about sneaking. It's about just like entering quickly. So he's going to jump the fence. Go ahead and roll dexterity saving throw for 12? me. Twelve. You are going to put your hand on the bone fence and jump around and it feels like for a moment you hit a glass wall 
that then blasts you with a concussive force back about 16 feet. But I don't hit any trees on that blast back at least. It you do that, was that, that was that dexterity saving throw. Yeah, yeah. nice. Nice. Solonar, Solonar just like he he's like oh excellent oh cool you're okay and then he goes to jump the fence and it's like dunk and as he like flies backwards he's like oh oh god and then he stands up and he goes oh hello Wendy that's okay I should have known if I'd thought about it <laughs> okay okay Yep, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Nothing broken? Nothing broken. Okay. All right. I guess I have to go in through the gate. And he steps up to the gate uh, and just sort of like looks at the head skull like squinty eyed and then starts trying to just walk through. You succeed. All right. And then uh, he rushes over to give Cole a big hug. Cole is very excited to see Solinar. Uh, and then while he, like, after a moment of hug and then kind of over Cole's shoulder while still in the hug, he's like, so are we good? We can we can get out of here. Cole shakes his head no. Yeah. Boat, Boat uh, points to one of the many skulls on the hanging out on the fence and then points back at Solinar and then points back at the skull and then points back at Solinar. Oh. Even I'm not sure what you were trying to indicate. All right. I think I know what's up. And Solinar draws attention. The sword is going to vibrate with the dark energy that you are used what? to seeing. What? what? Before it begins to collect and form into, well, a fairly transparent apparition. An apparition of Astrid. Oh. Hey, Astrid. Astrid projection. <laughs> <laughs> um, what am I doing here? We're, we're at the Baba Yaga's house. Why are we here? We we needed to come here for Cole. Look, look. Cole's All right, okay. I see. We have a tiny child. Uh, wonderful. You pay your child support. Now, what are we doing? All right. Well, I can't. I can't say it out loud, but you and I, and then Solonar kind of like point, like points a little bit at the head skull, and then he nods at Boat. She turns to Boat. What is this idea trying to do? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to tell him that he needs to give Baba Yaga that uh, crystal skeleton thing. Well, then give her the crystal skeleton thing. I don't have the crystal. Johannes has the crystal skeleton. Well, you got the flower. She needs the flower too. Wonderful. Then what? give her the crystal thingies and let us get out of here. What? What? I thought we explicitly were trying not to give her that. Well, yeah, we were trying not to, but seems like that's not an option anymore. What if we don't have it? There is no way she does not know. Solinar, Solinar winks at Boat. Look. Um, we're not fighting the expletive deleted Baba Yaga. Um, <laughs> we're going to give her everything she wants because she took care of the kid, didn't eat him, and made sure he stayed alive otherwise. Uh, so, uh, and she's going to let us take him without a fight as long as we give her stuff. And I don't care about the stuff. I just want to be able to take the kid and get out of here. 
Solinar's gonna look closely at Cole. I'm rolling medicine right now. I was gonna say to see how well taken care of he looks, but I got a six, so he looks like a child. He looks <laughs> indeed like a child. Well, he seems to be He is notably okay. warm like a human. Uh-huh. He's not bleeding from any massive open wounds or anything, so I, I suppose he's doing all right. What do you think, Cole? Do you think, do you think we should give the Baba Yaga everything she wants? He puts the pan flute to his lips and plays a song of uncertainty and apprehension. <laughs> I love. He could he could have shrugged his shoulders, but he's like he's like, well, give me a second. This is an eighteen minute odyssey. <laughs> I was, I was literally about to. Hope you guys like Solinar, pinball wizard. As Solinar, I was literally about to be like, I mean, you could just shrug, but it's a pretty song. I like how Cole's pan flute is basically like a holophone from Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't I mean, display it so much as it sort of takes your mind to that place. But yeah, sure. Uh, I just you also notice that. The the foliage around Baba Yaga's hut is much richer and fuller than the foliage around the rest of the woods. I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I just enjoy that Cole spends all this time with Faye, and literally the, the trick he picks up is musically imparting ideas into people's heads. I There are worse things he could have picked up. That's true. That's true. Solinar kind of looks at looks at Boat and then looks at Cole and then it's like all right I'll I'll go I'll go be part of this and I don't know that we should just be handing this over but we'll see don't care we got the boy <laughs> whatever and goes Solinar, whatever comes next Boat has achieved his mission mm-hmm. Solinar heads inside um, at the table, uh, Johannes is standing up and he's like, fine, fine. I'll throw in the memoirs of Bradley Chattingtonson and some lavender hand cream. Is the, is the crystal fairy skeleton on the table already? Uh, no. <laughs> she hasn't asked for it. She regards the table bored. Is there a tea kettle in this room? There is indeed. Uh, oh, 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 um, um, let me just, uh, because it's going to go over and start boiling some water. All right. The, <laughs> Get yourself at home. In the, in the fire, you swing the tea arm out, hook the kettle on, and swing it back over the fireplace. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch it. It will never watch boil. Watch pots it's don't never gonna boil, boil, so nothing occurs. How, so, how long passes? <laughs> I don't know. I'm assuming that Solinar and Johannes are going to do stuff in the interim. That is factual. Uh, so Solinar enters. Is he regarded at all? Given that theoretically, at least in his mind, he's not been seen with the party at all before. Her eyes flick to him and then back to Johannes, who she's directly engaging with. Solinar quickly surveys the contents of the table and he's like, Johannes, you're supposed to give her the crystal fairy skeleton thing. Oh, she doesn't want it. Or at least she hasn't asked for it yet, which means I don't think she wants it. She wants the, a vial. A vial. Could you say it again? With, I require uh, both the flower and the skeleton. Oh, well, why the heck didn't you say so? Our strategy for having Johannes negotiate is to tire out the opposing <laughs> party. 
Yeah, I'm certain that the immortal witch with very little else to do, so pretty much any stimuli is fun, uh, is the one who's going to wear down first. Johannes pulls out the skeleton and he's like, okay, so skeleton for watching Cole. She's going to reach out her hand and wrap her gnarled fingers around the skeleton, pulling it back, and you notice it trembles in her hand. I'm still holding it. She hasn't agreed. I'm not making this trade until she's agreed to my trade. All right. Well, that's what happens after she agrees to the trade. Good. (laughs) There we go. We got Cole, y'all. Oh, no, no, no. That was what you literally just agreed. That was for watching the boy for releasing the boy. I require the flower. Release? What do you mean? Is he not free to leave? Does he have no free will here? Oh. Is this another one of your question things? Uh, with an 11 deception, Solonar's like, well, what if we don't know anything about a flower oh that would grow God. when you replant the body in the ground? That's she... not something we would have, because we don't know anything about it. She looks at him. You would not know that the body produces the flower if you had not produced one of your own. Exactly. Wait. She holds out her hand expectantly. Boat shouts no, from outside. <laughs> she knows. Give it to her, and then we can go. I'm sitting there. Johannes sitting there, and he's starting his chin. He's like, "Wait a second. Releasing means that you own Cole. Do you own Cole? I own his safety at the moment. We have no stroke here." Um. <laughs> Has the water boiled yet? Not yet. Keep watching Uh, it, Koza. (laughs) As long as you're watching it, it's not gonna boil. Dang, I can't believe that Virian has such, like, literal interpretation of aphorisms. (laughs) That's harsh. Yeah, it's Virian, Uh, not me. The teapot's a weeping angel. (laughs) Solinar, Solinar is like, what... Would we a steeping angel? <laughs> we, what happens? What it? What are you? What do you do with a flower if we knew anything about one? What happens with it? That is for me to know. What she if, holds out her hand expectantly. What if we were an interested? Maybe we could find this flower for you. Give it to me. Solinar rummages around in his pack and uh, locates the flower. But he kind of like, he holds it and he's like, Um, before you do that, I forgot to ask, how many of you all want tea? Me. One. What's taking so long in there? (laughs) (laughs) This should be very simple. Boat, the tea's not done. Cole's going to look at Boat like, should we go back in? No. No, we're holding the what, line right here. What is our guarantee that giving you the flower gives us any kind of safety? The fact that the forest has not hurt you yet. The forest, in, there's been nothing in the forest. Do you believe that? Yeah, yes. I, I think I do. Roll insight on her. I'm not using... I've literally rolled three fives in a row on the same die. I'm not using it anymore tonight. It's, yeah, it's getting a- dark. Uh, 
Boat, as you stand outside and the sun begins to dip over the horizon, the skulls each light as if they themselves were the base of torches, surrounding the hut in eerie flickering light. Oh, thanks, guys. 16 insight. You are able to tell that she is not kidding about whatever dangers look in these woods. Whatever safety and protection there was is gone now. She's very confident in that she can guarantee your safety. I... I don't... I don't understand. If you've been protecting us... But I thought... I thought that you were like... I don't... I don't know. I... I don't want to be crass, but... A lot of stories are told about you amongst many, many people, and most of them involve you being very vicious and kind of mean, and also uh, someone who eats a lot of children. I am all of these things. What? Well, if you're protecting us, that doesn't like my that doesn't make sense to me. And my magic have protected the glade of the nymphs for some time it concealed Alden's presence and now that he is dead the contract is null and the forest will go back to what it was before and the fae will reclaim their minds from him sorry sorry what you you and Lord Alden had a deal, and Solinar turns to Astrid, and he's like, Baba Yaga and Lord Alden had a deal? This is news to me! Um, I'm not terribly surprised they lived right next to each other. They had an HOA formed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, a magical HOA. I, Hex Owners Association. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, Solinar is still like holding onto the flower but he actually like unwraps it and everything and he's like well if, if you were helping Lord Alden then does does that mean you'll help us like what can we you offer me this... a payment like Lord Alden did I, I don't know what Lord Alden paid you but I know that our goal is Lord Alden's mission initially his mission uh, means nothing to me. The balance oh. and return of the metallic dragons means nothing. Can you just to me. tell us what he paid you? That is part of a confidential contract. It's cold out here now. <laughs> Has the tea boiled yet? It has begun Solonar. to simmer. Solonar. Keep turns to the window and he's like, well then come back inside, because I have questions. And he turns back to Baba Yaga and he's like, "I, can you let us know what something of equivalent value to what Lord Alden paid you would be that you suspect we could give you? She leans back, her eyes flick over all of you. I can foresee nothing that you would be willing to give me in equivalence. I don't suppose the safe handover of this would suffice, and Solonar kind of like waves the flower a little bit. It would suffice to keep you protected through these woods as you once were. But you uh, are not asking for what Alden asked. 
Therefore, I will not charge you what I charged him. I tell you what, I don't, I don't need a, a permanent bubble. Was that your work? Your work was the bubble around the glade? Partially. That kept them safe? It, it also contained Lord Alden's influence, concentrated it. It is why the Fae lost themselves. Lost themselves? I thought that they were just loyal to him because they liked the cut of his jib. The Fae are known for loyalty and swearing allegiance, are they? Well, not not like swearing a... Well, hmm. He did have posted guards. That is weird. Now that you say that, that is weird. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. I get the impression that, uh, okay. Solonar hands over the flower. She's going to take it and put it in a gnarled sack that she carries at her hip. I do have more questions if you have patience for receiving them. The kettle boils. The tea is ready. is a co-production of Alpha Comics and Games with Goblins and Growlers. Our audio production and all original music composition is provided by Gabriel Perez. He can be found at Amethyst Audiomancer on Instagram. The voice of Alita and our DM for the podcast is Alex Smith. She can be found at Alpha Comic Games on Twitter. The voice of Charles Gravyboat Barnes is Brandon Dingus. He can be found at Way of Brandalore on Twitter. The voice of Eek and Koza are Chapman Adams. He can be found at What Are Birds on Instagram. The voice of Johannes is Alan. He can be found at The Dungeon Meowster on Instagram. And finally, the voice of Solonar is me, Josh Maltby, and I can be found at Black Cloak DM on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, I, you know, Solonar, I think I think you've got some. Solonar's not there. Oh, he's still right. snuck. Okay. He's yeah, still right. snuck. Solonar. Yeah. That's why. That's why Solonar's not chiming in. It's <laughs> because Solonar's in the woods right now. Well, then stop retconning, <laughs> man, and let us <laughs> yeah. uh, let us go and make our own mistakes yeah. without you. Could have been here. <laughs> <laughs>